0: Welcome to the Holmes Politicast. I'm Jim. I'll be your host today. Hope everyone's had a fantastic week. And we're now in the last week of September. This year has gone very fast. And uh, before you know it, we're going to be in primary season for, you guessed it, the governor's race and the midterms. So we'll have lots to discuss next year as it gets hot and heated in the political season. Uh, Definitely, I just want to say offhand, speaking of the midterms, the Biden administration only has a few weeks left to get two major bills passed through the Congress. That is their huge infrastructure bill and their voting rights bill. It's. I'm not saying it's impossible to get them done, but it is becoming extremely difficult. Uh, Hard at this point. There was a different word I was looking for. Um, but uh, because next year, they're not going to get anything done. It's a political year. Uh, the Republicans will use everything in their power to stop legislation from going through. I mean, they'll clog up the works. I mean, you can do that as the minority party. And everyone's knocking physicians and people are up for reelection. So you got to get it done this year. If they don't get it done this year, then it's not going to get done. And uh, if the Biden administration doesn't get these things done, it's going to be really hard to, to, uh, uh, to run in the midterms for the Democrats. I mean, because they have this the same problem that Trump had in his first two years when he had a Republican House and a Senate. The Democrats have all the power, so it's, it's real easy when the other opposition has the power to say— you need to vote for us because if we had, if we didn't have to worry about, we'll just say in this case the Democrats, if we didn't have to worry about the Republican interference, we could get all these things done. We could get universal health care. We could get voting rights bill. We could get abortion rights codified in law. We could get all these great things. Vote for the Democrats. But when they have all the power, how do they go to the voters and say, vote for us? We have all the power. We can get done. So vote for us again, and we'll make sure we get things done the next time. You already had two years to get everything done. as a minority party. Um, it's a lot easier to run as a minority party because you can always blame everything on the opposition and say this, you know, you need to vote for us because if you vote for us, we'll get all these things done. But the only thing standing in the way is those evil Republicans or those evil Democrats or whatever. But when you have all the power, everything, all the blame is on you. And now we might have a government shutdown by the time you listen to this, you'll know if we end up with a government shutdown. It's supposed to shut down by the end of the week if things aren't passed. Um, we'll see if that happens. But if it does happen, you can't blame the Republicans because the Democrats control everything. So, you know, it, it, becomes, it, it becomes really hard to run on, um, vote for us, continue to vote for us, keep us in power because we accomplished absolutely nothing and we want to do more next time you know it you know it, it it's so they they, they really got to get something done this year because next year they're not going to be able to and if they don't get anything done next year it's going to be i'm not saying it's impossible to win but it becomes so highly unlikely that they're going to win a majority back because you you can't go to the public and, with nothing and say this is what your votes earned you nothing now vote for us again um, there's no leverage, there's no, um, you know, so it, it they're in a tough spot. I don't envy them. And uh, I know a lot of my listeners, all of you probably are Republicans. And so I know there's a collective laughter at the Democrats, but, you know, um, but I'm just saying, if I was a Democrat, I would be really upset right now that people They aren't getting together and unifying and passing things. And this is how I felt uh, in Trump's first—the first half of Trump's term was I felt the same way. Like, the Republicans aren't passing anything. You know, they promised that if they had—they had everything, we'd get rid of Obamacare. They'd get rid of all these, you know, all these ridiculous regulations and everything. And they didn't end up doing hardly anything. I mean, everything was really done by executive order. Uh, you know, uh, you know, but uh I was really frustrated because they didn't accomplish anything and they paid for it, um, to a degree. I mean, they lost the House. I mean, and you know, so I mean they didn't lose everything, and that and that might be what happens to the Democrats. I'm not saying the Democrats will lose everything in the midterms, but they will probably lose something. There will be some retribution by the voters if if the voters give them everything. They promised that if they had the power they would accomplish all these great things and would give them the power collectively as the people and they accomplished nothing. Uh, The People are not going to be happy that their votes were wasted and that their money was wasted paying these politicians who didn't do anything for two years. Um, So anyway, um, that's my little tangent uh, for the moment. Um, Let's see here. I've got a couple of stories. Um, of course, as soon as I get ready to um, tell you about them. I start getting all these notifications pop-ups that I could get rid of. Um, we'll start with the Detroit story about Garrett Saldano. It's titled Michigan Republican Candidate for Governor Banned by YouTube. It's by Craig Mauger. Michigan Republican gubernatorial hopeful Garrett Saldone, Saldano has been permanently banned from YouTube, a social media platform he's used to build a following by questioning the state's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. YouTube sent an email to something early Monday, and this was of course last week, because I didn't do a show last week, uh, that his channel included severe or repeated violations of the company's community guidelines. YouTube didn't identify which specific policies Matawan perfector and anti lockdown activists had broken, but the guidelines prohibited content that, quote, contradicts local health authorities or the World Health Organization's medical information about COVID 19, end quote. Saldano's YouTube account, which he had used to share videos and thoughts covering an array of issues, including the pandemic, had more than 9,000 subscribers, according to his campaign. This is yet another example of big tech oligarchs silencing conservative vo- voices, Saldano said in a statement. As a, grassroots, as a grassroots candidate for governor, we rely on platforms to connect with voters and share a message, and our campaign has been targeted repeatedly by liberal social media giants. According to its letter to Saldano, the candidate has a chance to appeal the decision. If we think a channel severely violates our policies, we take it down to protect other users on the platform, YouTube said in its message to Saldano. Saldano has regularly posted videos on Facebook and YouTube since the pandemic began on COVID-19. In recent clips, Saldano has made claims, including saying kids have to, having to wear a mask is hurting them physically, and has contended those with natural immunity, uh, meaning they have already been removed from COVID-19 don't need to get vaccinated. He's also been critical of mask mandates, calling masks face types. The Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends universal indoor masking for all teachers, staff, students, and visitors to K-12 schools. The CDC also recommends that people who have already had the virus still get vaccinated. Research has not yet shown how long you are protected from getting COVID-19 again after you recover from COVID-19, the CDC says. Okay, hold on. I have to stop there. I normally wait till the end, but research has not yet shown, they said. So then why are they mandating it? Science is not conclusive on this issue. They can't say the science says. You are you are uh, you are protected from getting COVID after you get after you receive after you recover from COVID nineteen. The science is in doubt; they don't know. So why are they making mandates based on an assumption we don't know? So we're just going to guess and say that you have to do this. Well, you know, I, I this is the problem with the follow the science except where the science isn't clear, follow what we think is best. Instead of doing what you think is best at this point, until further notification, just do what you think is right. If you if you feel if you feel like you should be wearing a mask, wear one. If you don't feel like you should wear a mask, don't wear one. Until the science is uh, proven one way or the other, but that's not what they're doing. They're just saying we're just going to make a call, uh, and you have to follow it. We don't know what the science is saying yet because we don't have enough data, but we're just going to make a decision. You have to follow it. I just think that's ridiculous. But I'll have more to say after this is done. At the beginning of the pandemic last year, Saldano founded a group called Michiganders Against Excessive Quarantine with the page that gained more than 380,000 followers on Facebook. Facebook eventually shut down the page. At the time, Saldano told media outlets that Facebook had flagged it for violating standards against advocating the spread of COVID-19 but he described the page as nonviolent and a positive movement. Saldano is one of 11 Michigan Republicans who have formed fundraising committees since the last election to run for governor in 2022. The primary election will take place in August. Well, this is just ridiculous. I mean, uh, the, the thing is, if if they have a problem, YouTube I'm talking about, They can easily put a flag warning at the bottom. I would still—I'm not 100% in favor of this, but I'm saying this is one thing they could do instead of banning him entirely. Just say that you know um, YouTube—you know—you see it all the time. You, YouTube, and its corporations don't um, uh, necessarily—the views expressed in this video don't necessarily are followed by YouTube and its and its representatives and all this. Um, and they could even if they wanted to, they could say, look, at the bottom, um, these are not medical advice. You know, please please take what is said with caution or whatever. I mean they could they could do that without banning somebody. They could make clear that um, that this speech is not in line with our views or that You know, you have to, you know, that this is just an opinion and it's not a medical fact, you know, if they wanted to say that there are, I'm saying there's things they can do other than just ban the channel. You can, you can put a disclaimer on there at the bottom or on the, uh, on the site, not on, uh, not on the video, but just say, just have a note saying, um, you know, they're just they're just being jerks here for whatever reason, I think because they can. Um, and so Saldana was a good guy. I mean, I've met him. he's, he's not some hate monger. He's a real positive guy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just giving his opinion, which is really just as valid as Anthony Fauci's opinion or anybody else's opinion, because none of them seem to have any lock on the science. They're all guessing what they think is best and um, you know that's the equivalent of what Saldana's doing. I mean I know that he has an opinion that's grounded in something but i saying it is an opinion I and mean, since, since we don't have the science to prove or disprove whether who's right or who's wrong, it's just an opinion that's just as valid as anyone else's opinion so I think it's ridiculous to start taking down these, um, you know, uh, because most people would understand that these are opinions. I mean, they're not going to rush out and, and I mean, it's not like he's, it's not like he's saying anything. He's just opposed to the lockdowns and the mask mandates. It's not like he's telling you theoretically to inject bleach or, you know, to, uh, you know, to do something drastic that could kill you. He's just saying, I'm um, opposed to these mandates. I think that they're, they're nonsense, and I, you know, I don't see why you have to vaccinate after you've already had natural immunity to COVID. You don't need to keep vaccinating over and over again. And so, anyway, I just, I just find the whole thing to be um, rather ridiculous that they're violating uh, free speech. Now, I, I understand it's a, it's a. I understand there's going to be some who are going to say that that YouTube is not the government. YouTube is a corporation. They have every right to set standards for their business. And in theory, they're right. But in practice, these are, um, they have become town halls, the equivalent of a town hall. People, this is how, this isn't just, you know, like you're walking into Meyer or, or something. Um, That's not a good example, but, I'm saying this is where people around the world are communicating with one another. I mean, through YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Um, and I am suppose there's other things, TikTok and stuff, Instagram. But I'm not really huge into a lot of those, but you know, but this is where we can talk and build relationships. I mean, you have, I'm on my Twitter. There are several groups. I mean, I, I follow groups that are really into sports on Twitter, in which they that's where they talk about sports, they talk about sports with other sports fans. I have people who are really into certain music or movies or TV shows, you know, like Lord of the Rings fans, or and this is quicker Twitter, um, YouTube. You know, you have these different groups that you can find other people that are interested in the things you're interested in. Um, on Twitter, we also have what we call election Twitter, and that is where a lot of these political wonks and people get together and they talk about predictions for elections. They talk about issues. They have polls. They, you know, they just love talking politics. They love talking about like the midterms and, and uh, you know, how do you think Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal will affect the, you know, 2024 race, Um, you know, and they have polls and they have different people giving their opinions and it's just something that everybody enjoys doing and, You know, it's our way of communicating with other people from around the country and around the world in some cases to be able to share with them our opinions, our thoughts. You can share music. You can can write your own music and, you know, make your own videos, editing and everything. I mean, you can showcase your talents. Um, Justin Bieber was discovered on YouTube, you know, by doing YouTube videos where he would sing and play guitar. And that's how he was discovered. Um, you know, a music producer found them on YouTube. It is more than just um, you know, your local grocery store or something and you're setting standards you know, that we don't want you to walk naked in our store, you know, or, or you know, things like that. Or if you're in a restaurant you know, we don't want you smoking you know, that's different. This is this thing that is used by people to communicate with one another, to share ideas and Um, you know, and so it's, it's, it's the public marketplace. It's, it's the town square. It's so to shut down avenues of discussion and say, well, we don't want you discussing that here. Well, where are we supposed to discuss it? I mean, you know, how am I supposed to talk to someone from California? Uh, you know, some stranger, if it's not somebody that I'm friends with and that we, you know, um, you know, how am I supposed to get my voice heard? In Saldano's case, he's using YouTube the same way like Justin Bieber did. He's using it to expose, to get his speech out there. He's a grassroots campaign. He doesn't have the money and the power of James Craig or Gretchen Whitmer to be able to call a press conference and have um, statewide people show up to hear him speak or press to cover him. You know, so that's how he does it. And if you, if you, if you take away his, his right to free speech, then, then you are um, stripping him of his ability to, to reach the masses with his message that might not be in line with what the powers that be want you to come out with. I mean, not want you to say, so I think it's just disrespectful. I think it's, I think to a degree it's unconstitutional. I I, I mean I, I can't say 100% that it would be thrown out, but I tend to think I'm 90% sure that if it went to the Supreme Court, it would uh, say outright bans like this are unconstitutional. I I could be wrong because the Supreme Court has has done things that I don't I don't know how they do it. For example, I uh, I didn't think it was possible that Supreme Court would uphold Obamacare. The right to force the government's right to force Americans to purchase a product with their own money to make it illegal not to purchase a private product like healthcare. Um, You know, we're the boss. They can't tell us what to do. And, but yeah, when it went to the Supreme Court, they found some obscure passage in the Commerce Clause of the Constitution that said it was legal then to force people to get healthcare. Um, it totally surprised me because I thought for sure it would die at the Supreme Court. So, I mean, it is possible there's some obscure law that I don't know about. That they would say, no, you can – they can totally regulate your free speech on these platforms. Um, so I don't know. But I would think that that's unconstitutional. It's certainly wrong, whether it's constitutional or not. Um, you know, it, It's certainly wrong to – take away people's voices just because you don't agree with them. And that's all that seems to be done here. It's just a matter of I don't agree with you. Um. All right. Next topic that I want to discuss is from The Hill. Uh. I say this every time, but I don't understand. The Hill is supposed to cover Capitol Hill and issues uh, in the House and Senate, but yet they seem to talk about everything. In effect, the Hill's article is Michigan developing electrified road to wirelessly charge EVs or electric vehicles, Whitmer says. So uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer on Tuesday announced a new effort to develop a wireless charging public road that would allow motorists to charge their electric vehicles without making a stop to plug in. Whitmer made the announcement concerning the inductive vehicle charging pilot during Michigan's Motor Bella, an alternative option to the North American International Auto Show, according to the Detroit Free Press. The Michigan Department of Transportation will reportedly request a proposal for work on an unidentified one-mile stretch of road in the Detroit area at the end of of this month. We're rebuilding infrastructure in Michigan orange barrels are everywhere. It's important that we're rebuilding, but we're doing it in a resilient way that supports advanced technology, Whitmer said during the event. According to the Free Press, she added that a wireless charging project would be critical to accommodating the needs of electric vehicle fleets. Michigan was home to the first mile of paved road, and now we're paving the way for the roads of tomorrow with innovative infrastructure that will support the economy and the environment, helping us achieve our goal of carbon neutrality by 2050, Whitmer said. Trevor Paul, Chief Mobility Officer with the State's Office of Future Mobility and Electrification, lauded the announcement, noting that the innovation could be very beneficial for electric buses, shuttles, and other vehicles. This electrified roadway has the potential to accelerate autonomous vehicles at scale and turn our streets into safe, sustainable, accessible and shared transportation platforms, Paul said, according to the newspaper. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about this. Uh, I mean, in the future, that would probably be very beneficial. Once America has started moving to more electric vehicles, which we will at some point. I don't know if it's needed right now, but um, it, it seems to me there are more pressing issues, but I mean, I can't say this is a bad deal. I just don't know if it's necessary at the moment. But it would be nice at some point when America relies on more electric vehicles that you wouldn't have to keep pulling over like at a gas station, theoretically, and charge your battery. This would be nice that it would automatically charge. Um, You know, but again, I don't know. I don't have anything, according to this article, I don't have anything about cost. I don't have anything about, you know, where the money's coming from. Are they going to raise taxes? Is it going to be a toll booth, you know, that you have to pay to go into? I mean, we don't really don't have any information, and it's just an announcement at this point. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. All right. Sorry about that. It was a bit of a. Pause, my computer froze up, and I didn't know if it was still recording, or not. Apparently it was still recording, so sorry about that. Um, I thought it froze up. Um, oh, goodness. All right, well, we're having a number of problems. The telegram from uh, the telegram in uh, Great Britain has done a study about the Wuhan virus. And again, it just surprises me that the Wuhan virus was laughed about being created in a lab when in actuality, uh, you know, when Trump said it. But we're starting to see more and more evidence that um, this virus was created and that it very likely was created in China. Because the Telegraph is reporting that they were talking about that they are documents that they were taking these viruses and putting them into animals to test and see what the effect would have on these animals, and that it uh, the article put me against a paywall. Suddenly, Um, I was able to read it earlier, but now when I want to use it, it stuck behind a paywall. So, unfortunately. I can't read the article to you, but that it supposedly or allegedly uh, somehow got loose. And I don't don't know now how exactly that happened. But the point is that we're starting to find more and more evidence that this was created or at least maybe the virus wasn't created in a lab, but certainly that they were using it to test and that it got somehow got loose. So, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Um, it's just it's just crazy to me that over and over again things that were laughed at are now being considered as possibilities. Uh, <clears throat> and still no apologies to all the people that they m- mocked and ridiculed. And now it turns out that they weren't just making stuff up. That There was some basis for them saying it. And so, anyway, that was actually going to be one of the topics I was going to talk about in depth, but now I've got a little time on my hands here to fill. Um, one thing, another topic that I was going to talk about, which we'll just go to that. Um, oh, oh, here's the headline that I didn't get to uh, um Wuhan scientists were planning to release enhanced airborne coronaviruses into the Chinese bat population to inoculate them against diseases that could jump to humans. Leaked a grant proposal dating from 2018, so we knew in 2018 they were going to put this in bats to um, to then be able to help create an antivirus. Um, so, but. Apparently, it went bad. In um, Michigan News, this is just, I don't know how old these people are. It reminds me of junior high school. Michigan State Representative Mari Mangulan, uh, a Democrat, obtained a court restraining order against State Representative Steve Marino, a Republican, who she was dating over alleged abusive conduct. Marino is now required to be escorted on House floor by House sergeants when he wants to attend sessions. This is what I'm talking about. It's like junior high. You are paid to represent your districts and to vote on legislations. This is not a singles club. There is no reason why there should be office dating among members of representatives. And it's not just dating. I mean, they were obviously sleeping together. Uh, they're supposed to be in Lansing doing a job. That is supposed to be their main focus. This is the problem with having a full-time legislature when you practically live there because you're away from your family and you start relationships with each other. And now these two broke up and he's claiming that she's just, he dumped her and now she's trying to get even by charging him with sexual harassment. Um... But this is, this is exactly the problem. So now when he comes on to – he cannot go on to the House floor, which is his job, unless he's escorted by House sergeants. And they have to follow him around so that he is not closer than however feet against this Democrat that he was having the affair with that's now charging him with harassment. This is junior high stuff. They should both be expelled from the House for their behavior. It doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong. They were both wrong for engaging in an affair when they're supposed to be there representing their districts and their constituents. This is just ridiculous, and it's so annoying. I just just can't believe it. How old are these people? I mean, I, I really think you could bring in middle schoolers, and some of them, they would be more professional. Then, then these people here, they get in a relationship, which is just wrong in itself, then they break up, and then she claims that he hurt her to try to hurt him, and she's charging him with harassment, and he's angry at her because she's charging him with this. And I just, I just don't understand what is going on <clears throat> with these children that are in Lansing. there's also more that are in Washington too, but but this just really irks me. They need to start behaving themselves. Um I'll see if I can get into this article. It's from France twenty four and um all right, well the video is I mean the page is actually a video, so we're not gonna get into that. Boy, I'm just betting a thousand today. Um, but anyway, Greta Thunberg, you might remember, uh, Little Miss, can't be wrong, uh, Greta Thunberg is now in Italy. How she got here, I don't know. If she walked, or if she used a bike, because you know very well that she did not use anything that would be, that would use gasoline, because that would be opposed to climate. Um. So I don't know how she got to Italy, but she's in Italy now at a climate talk. And she says that she is tired of listening to politicians talk. She said it's been 30 years of blah, blah, blah is what she said. And that she is sick of people like Joe Biden and the United States in general and all these people. Talking about climate change for 30 years, just talking. They're not doing anything. And they're flying around on their private jets and they are, you know, they're killing the environment while the, and just talking about how bad things are and not doing anything to help. And I'm just tired of this little girl. I'm tired of her. Uh, she is sanctimonious and self righteous. And what has she done about climate change? She's complaining because everybody else is just talking about it. And yet she's just talking about it. She's not done anything. She's not presented anything. She just keeps lighting a fire under these people saying, do something, do something, do something. How dare you? How dare you not do anything? But she's not proposed anything. She just kicks back and says, "Well, I'm a teenager. I don't have to do anything." Well, you know, you that that's no way to be. You can't you can't just sit back and criticize what other people are doing. They're trying. And um like I'm not really sure where I fall on climate change. I know there's some people who are very who are very uh, um adamant one way or the other. I tend to think there might be some degree of climate change. What I'm not convinced of is that it's human-made. Human it's man-made climate change. And I'm not sure, because we don't have enough data, to know whether it's cyclical. If this is a common thing that happens on the Earth, that it's just getting warmer right now, but at some point it'll cool back down. We don't know. They're just assuming that it has to do with people, that people are creating it. I don't know if that's true. I am inclined to believe there is some climate change. Uh, I've seen evidence of the world getting warmer. We've had more crazy weather. Um, and uh, and it's taking longer for us to enter winter and our winters aren't as been as harsh. I mean, we have periods of a lot of snow, but overall our, our winters have not been as harsh as they've been even 30 years ago, you know, Many, many years in a row we've had, it's not really snowed until close to December, where when I was a kid, I mean, it would start snowing in late October. Many times Halloween would be snowing, and the snow would stay until, you know, February or March. Now, it's usually in late December at the earliest that we start seeing snow. I mean, we might have sprinkles here and there, but we start getting a lot of snow. Near the end of December or the beginning of January, so it seems to me there is some degree of climate change and or or, or uh, warming, global warming, and then of course we're seeing extreme heat in areas that are not around the United States. And we're upper, we're closer to the North Pole, so our we're always warmer. But if you go to places like Australia and places like that, they're they're constantly breaking heat waves. Their record heat um, so they're being more affected than we are in the United States so it doesn't seem as serious to us so I, I do I am inclined to believe there is some global warming and some climate change I know there are some who disagree with me and that's fine I mean I'm not I'm not going to bat on this I'm just saying that it seems to me there's evidence of it but I'm I don't see any evidence necessary I, I don't see any evidence personally no one's been able to prove to me conclusively that man is causing global warming i I don't i don't see any evidence of that at all i mean sure i'm sure we contribute like anything you know there's going to be consequences you know but i don't i don't think we're causing it i don't know if if we were to suddenly go back and live an amish lifestyle if the whole world was to do that i don't know that climate change or global warming would suddenly stop i i don't i don't know um so that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not I'm not making fun of climate change here. I'm making fun of Greta Thunberg, who seems to think that she's an expert on all things climate. And people are doing things. I mean, for the past 30 years, we've been putting you know emissions emission caps on businesses. We've you know we've been doing a lot to uh, try to curb climate change and primarily it's the democrats that are that are doing all these things and it hasn't seemed to make any difference so for her to sit back and say 30 years of blah 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 is just ridiculous because they've been trying it's not it's not our fault that it's not working it's not our fault that the world is getting warmer you know uh it's not it's not as if everybody's just Thrown up their hands and say there was nothing we can do. I mean, you know, we're doing a lot of things that aren't even effective, but, you know, like the Paris Accord or whatever it was called, you know, and, you know, we're doing a lot of things that aren't, you know, they're trying things. I mean, they're not really that effective, but you can't just say that everyone just sits there and says, all oh, the earth is warming. Well, nothing we can do about it. I mean, they're constantly trying to put, more caps bigger caps on businesses I mean you know if she wants to blame somebody blame the Republicans I mean they're the ones who aren't really trying to do anything but here she is just insulting everybody she she called out Biden particularly she called out you know Justin Trudeau I mean all these liberals who who are taking it seriously and thinking that we need to clamp down on businesses to do more and she's criticizing them that oh they're just all talk they're all. They're not coming up with any real solutions to do anything, and yet she's flying around the world uh, on somebody's dime, and not going to school, and complaining about how climate change is happening and nothing's being done, and yet not proposing anything constructive to try to help. All she's doing is just whining and moaning, and I'm just tired of her. I mean, I've been tired of her for a long time, but but she's just it's just too much. It's just too much for me. You know, um, she's, you know, when Trump was in office, it was nice for the press to cover Greta because even, you know, even a little girl knows more about the dangers than Donald Trump. She's called into action, and Donald Trump is so stupid. He's like a third grader. He's not even smart enough. as this little girl who's championing this. Well, now the media is not is, is not keen to promote this little girl who thinks she knows more than all these Democrats that, that the media seems to really uh, uh, admire. So now it's actually become kind of annoying even for them because, you know, there's all these Democrats around the world who are running things and, and she's out there complaining and saying, what are you doing? You know, you accomplished what you needed to do, which was to make Donald Trump look bad. Now, why do we need you anymore? You're just, you just now you're just an annoying thorn in our flesh. Just go. We don't need you. Wait until a Republican gets elected, and then go out there and complain that that the Republic that the United States isn't doing enough. You know, they they're not interested in hearing her voice right now. She was being used all along by the media. Nobody thought that she was an expert in anything. I mean, nobody. They only used her because. It fit their narrative that Donald Trump is dumber than, the, you know, a little girl. Um, but Now they have Biden in office. They don't care what this little girl has to say. They're not good, you know. Uh, and especially since she's out there criticizing everything. 30 years of blah, blah, blah. You know, I just, I just can't stand her, to be honest with you. I just cannot stand this woman. Or uh, I Woman, she's a little girl. Um, who just wants to keep going out and whining about everything, you know? And everything, everything can't get done in a in a hyper second. I mean, you know, even if we were going to do something about climate change, it's not like you can just slap snap your fingers and climate change is solved. I mean, it's going to take a while. Number one, to to get legislation that everyone can agree with, and number two, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be it's going to take ten or fifteen years before. We'd even start seeing the effect of climate change in our environment. You know, so why is she complaining? I mean, you know, she thinks that we're just going to get this thing done overnight. I mean, even if even if Biden is is even if Biden did everything right on climate change, according to her, he's only been in office about nine months. It's going to be after his term is over. Before we start seeing the real effect that these policies are going to have on climate change, the air is not going to suddenly clear if that is the problem. And there are too many carbon emissions in the air. Putting, you know, uh, cap and trade or blocking emission, certain emission amounts or anything like that is is only going to stop new air from going new polluted air going into the atmosphere. It's not gonna clean up the air that's already in the atmosphere. That's gonna take years for that to dissipate, to start dissipating and break down over time. And you know, so even you know, so even if Biden moved heaven and earth right now to get climate change, why is she expecting that already is going to be showing up? She's a little girl and it she has no idea what she's talking about. She's just running her mouth and and playing hooky from school. You know, if she went to school and got an education, she might actually learn something about these things. She might actually learn how uh, companies work, how environments work, how air cleans itself. I mean, whether you believe in God or you believe in, in just nature, nature or God has an ability to clean the air. But it takes time. It's not, you know. There are ways that our air becomes clean. Our, there's ways our water becomes clean, aside from just regulations. Uh, you know, there is a natural way that water cleans itself. There's a natural way that air cleans itself. Now, according to the, the, the Democrats, I guess you could say, or the, the these environmentalists, that we are putting out these pollutants at such a high level that the air doesn't have time to clean itself. But there is a way that it can clean itself. She has no idea that it's going to take some time. Even if we were to right now stop all emissions, stop all cars, if, we were, if there was some way we could put an end to everything, it would still take time for the effects to to show up. I mean, it's not going to happen tomorrow. We're not going to have if we were to shut everything down today by tomorrow or even by next week the air is suddenly not going to be purified where we can walk outside and breathe perfectly pure air or drink pure water i mean it's there's going to be there's still going to be effects for many years to come so plus she doesn't understand how economies work she doesn't understand how governments work we're not a dictatorship the president of the united states can't just decree that all businesses have to stop producing anything. I mean, again, this is assuming that she's totally right about everything. The president can't do that. He's got to work with the Congress and Congress has to be elected and the president has to be elected by people. And there are people who have to give money to campaigns and some of those are businesses and people own businesses. And so just because what's good for her might not be good for consumer power. So consumer power might have a pushback. They might say, look, we understand, but, We've got to do our job too to provide electricity, and some of that requires, you know, unfortunately, some of that is going to have some pollutants that are going to go in the air or whatever, you know. Or we need to create plastic, or we need, you know, whatever, you know. So it, you know, it's going to cause some pollutants. So we we are going to be opposed to you, and we're going to vote against you if you if you try to shut our companies down. You know, there, there are there are larger issues here. Is my point than just what she thinks is important. You know, you can't snap a finger. You can't just sign a piece of paper. You can't decree something. And it happens. You know, and, and the effects are going to be seen for a while still. But, you know, she wants to fly around the world, skip school, fly around the world, and lecture people who have been doing their job for decades. And she hasn't been alive for decades. She's been alive for a decade and maybe a half. But she wants to lecture other people who have been doing this job, their jobs, for decades about why they are wrong. And this little 16-year-old, I don't know how old she is. She's no more than 16 or 17. Is going to tell them, you know, how dare you? How dare you? 30 years of blah, blah, blah. All you talk is, all you do is talk. There's no action. That's actually more Arnold Schwarzenegger. But, you know, all you do is talk. There's nothing happening. Um, girl, you haven't been around 30 years. You don't know what they were talking about 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we were all supposed to go into another ice age. So don't even give me this about how they're not doing anything about global warming. Because they didn't think global warming was a problem. They thought it was going to be global cooling. You know, so, come on. If you're right, then they just recently found out what we need to do. So you just need to shut your mouth, go back to school, watch your cartoons, um, you know, write in your diary, and whatever teenage girls do nowadays, and, you know, K-pop or whatever, listen to K-pop or something. Just find something to do instead of getting in the way of adults doing real work. Um, This is just nonsense. But anyway, all right. Well, uh, my show's a little bit short today because I couldn't get into that page. Um, I hoped to talk a little bit more about the Wuhan thing by reading that article and then commenting on it. But sorry about that. But anyway, I will uh, talk to you all later and hope you have a great week. Bye, everyone.